Hello, I'm Eve, the host of Die Happy Tonight. Welcome to my podcast. Features true stories from the bold women that frequent our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy. How not to get jaded. Or the positive version of that, how to embrace getting shattered. <laughs> Love it. Oh, yeah. I had a breakup like many years ago. And I went, you know, when I was really young, when I was like 18, I was engaged. And then after that, I had like a couple boyfriends. And then I had this one big relationship like four years ago. And I was just kind of like, okay, this is it. This is the one. And, you know, he has some issues, but we really love each other. And so we're just going to like, it's going to be the one. This is it. And I we had like really big issues in our relationship. One of them being that he like stopped wanting to have sex. And I was like in my prime, you know, so I, it's like hard not to take that personally. And it's hard not to like internalize that as like, am I not desirable or am I not attractive or, um, you know, like what can I do to make him love me more? And so that relationship, I was like, I almost think too, because that was lacking, it like made me love him more, want him more because I really wanted to like prove that I could get him or something. But, um, that relationship ended and it was the most painful breakup I ever went through. And it was like, he cut me off and, you know, that was his way of moving on was really to just, you know, cut ties and not engage in any like communication afterwards. So I just was like devastated and he just ghosted you. Well, we had, yeah, we like broke up and then we had like one email back and forth and then I like never heard from him ever again. And then it was like, okay, girl, you have to just like get over this and you have to just like move on. And I had all the days, you know, where you're like crying on your kitchen floor, like, you know, I'd walk past and like see his bike chained up somewhere and I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, when I did move through it finally, it felt like, wow, if I can get over that like heartache, I can get over any heartache and no relationship in the future will ever almost like fuck me like that. Like I won't let myself, you know, if, if I get, if I start seeing someone and it doesn't work out, I, you know, I've already gone through the biggest breakup so I can handle anything else that's thrown at me and I can handle any other heartache because I've already done it. I like just did it. This was like it. (laughs) It's like beating cancer or something like, okay, we got through the hardest thing ever. So if I get a cold or if I get a fever, I can handle it because I like fought the biggest battle. That's how it felt to me. So I really like developed this like mantra or like this thing I'd say to myself about like, you know, why, why should I just date someone or like, if I'm not going to do it a hundred percent, like why would I just casually sort of like sort of date someone, but like not really, but like I'm scared of being alone. So I should keep them around. You know, it's sort of, I was like, no, you should always just like aim to like, you know, I was like, you should just always aim to like be in love as much as you can. And if you get shattered or if you get heartbroken, like you won because you had the ability to love that much. And like, I just tried to spin it in my head so that it was, 
it was like a positive, like to be able to love deeply is like not really like a valued thing, you know, like most people it's like, no, this is casual. Like we're friends with benefits. Like, oh no, just like, don't give a fuck, like move on. And there's like this thing that's like, I know a little Aquarius, <laughs> <laughs> like I know, but I'm like, listen, I like love hard and I want to love hard and I don't want to be afraid or like embarrassed that I love hard and that I like that. And that if I get heartbroken, it's not going to like make me like close up and isolate and ice people out and become hard or become like cynical, but that like I can still like maintain a sense of like, great. Like I can't wait to fall in love again. Like that was amazing. That sucks. And this like really sucks right now. And I'm like feeling it, but I can't wait to fall in love again and like throw myself into the next fire (laughs) um which is an intense way to live given how quickly people move through relationships I think yeah but I also think it means that I can like experience love on you know and and that in itself is like worth it to me yeah yeah I feel it's a lot I think about this a lot you know, <laughs> I feel like it's also because you're so into art and acting. Yeah, that. well, I'm a very emotional person and I'm very sensitive and I like think with my emotions more than like my I'm not like analyzing things. I'm more like feeling my way through things. I'm the same. Yeah. But you're like, you. this doesn't feel good or like this feels good or, you know, it's, it's like that's how I test that's everything. That's your compass. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to life and rejection, not like romantically, Uh what would you say? Because I feel like with acting and with dancing, it's a lot of like, okay, no, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the biggest lesson is, and I've been really fortunate that like I worked with like people who I really respect and that the industry really respects and they have championed me and championed my work. And even if those moments are like few and far between, they're enough to give me the like foundation of like valuing myself and believing in myself. And, you know, who says you'd like have to have those people there, but that really helped me when I was young to sort of gain confidence and gain a sense of ownership of who I am. I think that there's always going to be a lot of rejection and everything, whether you're writing grants or applying for jobs or trying to move up in a company, like there's just always going to be rejection. And the biggest lesson that I've learned from dancing and even from acting is that you don't actually need everyone to say yes. You just need a couple people to say yes. Or one. Or one. Or one big one. You only need one big one. It's true. And it's like the same with love. Like you don't need every single person to be in love with you. You don't need every single person to want to hire you. Or want to have a dance with you. You just need a couple. And then there's enough. Huh? And yourself. And yourself. Yeah. You just need a couple yeses and loving yourself. And I also think that's good because, you know, I want there to be enough for every girl, too, who's dancing with me. I don't want to just, like, hog everyone. So there's, like, something. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I only need five or six. And if at least, like, 50 guys come, then there's, like, 45 guys for everyone else. You know? And like, we'll share, but, um, yeah. So even if I get a lot of no's or I'm getting like a lot of rejection in like my private life or my auditioning life or my whatever dancing life, it's, it's knowing and knowing through, you know, consistency that 
there will always be a yes at some point and you just have to keep moving until you get to it. But it will come. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like just you as a person, something that stands out to me because I've known you for a bit and I've known a lot of the girls. It's like you you definitely are like excited for life. And I think that's part of like you can see it in someone's eyes if they feel like worn down or jaded yeah. or whatever. And I think you just, I don't know. Like I like when people meet me and they're like, you're not from New York. I'm like, yes. yeah, right. I'm the same way where it's like, yeah, I'm from the South. I love people. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really sweet. I feel, I feel really complimented <laughs> I'm like really flattered because it's hard. I have so many days that are really hard and I have so many days that I'm like crying, you know, to my boyfriend, like, why didn't I get this job or why, why am I not more successful you know, I look at my life and I'm obviously like at times really hard on myself. Like you should be more successful. You should be doing X, Y, and Z. But I think everyone in New York knows that feeling. Right. Too well. Yeah. Yeah. Even dancing. There's the shame that I have of like still needing a job like that sometimes creeps up where it's like, why, why do I still need to do this? Like, shouldn't I be like set? But, you know, I think that's also like, you know, I graduated college into a recession. So I kind of like entered the market when there was like a down, you know, it was like in a downswing. And so that means that my generation is just like going to struggle more to get their feet under themselves. And it's not like a reflection of me or like anyone else. It's a reflection of like the whole system too. Yeah. Which is a different conversation (laughs) that we can go into. But I, I do think that I love, um, I love, I love actually connecting with people. That's like why I'm an actor and it's why I'm an artist and a collaborator. And I, like, if you, if I can find that at the club, then like, it's a perfect job because all I have to do is like find the thing that I can connect with someone on and then just like riff off of that. Totally. Yeah. And before we head out, what is advice you would give to yourself when you first moved to New York? Um, like a young Start dancing sooner. <laughs> <laughs> when I first moved to New York, I would have challenged myself to put myself out there more. I was really scared. And I think I stayed in a lot. And I was also really poor. But I was like, I, I now have no fear going anywhere or meeting anyone and I wish that the younger version of myself was as fearless and just like put herself out there I love that yeah my name is Anna I'm 30 years old I'm from Nashville Tennessee it's all true (laughs) and I'll see you at the Rosewood Eve's job produced by Die Happy Tonight a New York City based nightlife design company and the creators of Rosewood Meet the women in this podcast at our private events in New York City and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com.